here with another edition of People Ablaze podcast. Please be sure to check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Podbean today. We also have a Facebook account and YouTube account. I am super excited to bring us episode four today, which is going to be called Different is Good. Different is Good. Have you ever uh, been made fun of in your life for being different? Um, I know that there's been times in my life before where I have felt the pressure to be just like everybody else and to do what everyone else is doing. We all encounter that when we are in, you know, primary school, even up into high school, even into adulthood, from styles to uh, behavior to um, even you get into sports and you start thinking, wow, I need to be like everybody else with my likes and dislikes. But God feels a little bit different on the subject of that. You don't have to go very far in the Bible at all. And as you guys know, I have been in Genesis so far this year and I'm just having trouble leaving it. There's so many wonderful things there to see and to discover. And so I'm actually starting over in Genesis 1 again. And very early on, I see that God begins to, um, I don't know how other to say it, than perform separations. Perform separations. What do you mean by that, April? Well, I'll tell you what I mean. In the very beginning, we already see that he separates the light from the dark. He calls the light day. He calls the dark night. He separates the day from the night. Whenever he began to create the animals, he separated the birds from the land animals. There was a difference between them. He, of course, separated the sky from the land. We see the earth as it is today and think it's always been that way. But Genesis 1 is so intriguing because God literally created time and began to create the organized system that you and I see. He separated a woman out of man. He separated man from woman and, and, you know, showed us the differences that are uh, there to clearly be seen between a man and a woman. Even in the garden, he separated out the provision and he said, here's the trees you can eat of and here's the tree not to eat of. He's always separating our God. He, he, he just... He's big into this, and so I've been studying on this, and um, I said, Lord, goodness, well, why all the separation? You know, blessings separated from curses, um, and what we see here is that we are separated for a purpose. We are different for a purpose. When I look at all the examples that I listed there about how the sky has been separated from the earth, we see that there is a purpose in the earth, and that purpose is to put forth grass and put forth trees and put forth vegetation for eating to allow a place for us to dwell, to allow a place for animals to dwell. But then we look into the water of the seas, and we see that the purpose and um, destiny, so to speak, of that place is completely different. 
It's a place where fish can thrive. It's an environment that is completely opposite from that of the earth. But look at how beautifully they work so well together to create our gorgeous blue and green planet. Then you think of the sky, the purpose of the sky, the wind, the clouds, the rain, the place for the birds to take uh, flight. I'm just looking at creation and I'm seeing that all of the separations are good. God has shown that each of these creation elements he has made have a different, distinct, unique, and beautiful purpose. Amen, folks? Well, let's go ahead and think now about us because Galatians 1 and 13 through 15 is talking about um, the same idea of separation. Let me read you here the latter portion or the first portion of verse 15. Galatians 1 and 15. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace. The word for separated in the Bible is beautiful because it has a connotation of the, of the word um, holy. It's kind of the same idea here. It's also been called sanctified or set apart. And God has chosen us before we were ever born to bear his fruit. He wants us to be separated. Well, what does this look like? It's clear to look up in the sky and see how the stars are separated from the sky. And the, the chemical makeup of them is very different from what surrounds them. And we see them shining through. And we look at the moon and it's different than the sun. And all of that's beautiful. But how can we embrace what God has put in us to be different, to be unique with a special purpose? How can we stop trying to live a cookie-cutter Americanized life and rather choose to live a life where God says what we are, what we like, what we sound like, what we look like, our trends, things like that. And um, I just feel like for this last day revival that God is wanting to send to this earth, it's going to require us to be separated. Now, there's immediately a negative connotation that comes with that, and it's, I believe, placed there by the enemy that says, well, do you think you're better than others? And when people decide they want to live separate, they want to live holy, they want to live set apart to God, there's a voice of condemnation that comes and says, well, who do you think you are? Well, we need to embrace who we know we are. We are sons and daughters of the Most High God. And to be separate from the world is actually what the world needs us to do. There is a world around you right now. There are people that you see every single day, and what they need from you is not for you to agree with them. What they need for you is not for you to look like them and make them comfortable in their sin. No. What they so desperately need and truly long for is for you to be you, the you that God has created you to be, to come out from the world, to be separate unto God. The beautiful thing about being separate unto God is not just coming out from the things of the world, which we must do that as well, but to be separated unto God. You see, it's like a magnet. God is like a magnet wanting to pull us toward him so that we can be separated unto God. It's time for us to rise up 
And the only way that we are going to be able to live this separated life is going to be empowerment by the Holy Spirit. We must be bold. We must be love. We must be joy in a world that scoffs at joy. We must be hope amongst people that look to the hope field as if they are uh, naive, you know. We have to be bold. And so I want to encourage you today of this thought. Do not be like the rest. God says in the word, be holy as I am holy. Let's talk about the word holy here for the remainder of the time. The word holy, simply put, means set apart, different than the rest, sanctified. The word sanctified means set apart for a purpose. And so we hear the word holy and we think that word means perfect. Well, yes, God is perfect. I'll give you that. But he called us to be holy. The word holy means different than the rest. And that is why holy is such a perfect word to describe our God. There's no one like him. There's nobody that can hold a candle to him. And so he truly is holy, holy, holy. But he's called you to be holy. And you can live in a holy manner. Does it mean to be perfect? No. It means to be set apart. When you rise in the morning, I want to encourage you to have the attitude and mindset God, what do you want me to do today? What do you want me to think about, to speak about? Lord, set me apart. Let the differences that you've put inside of me be seen today. And y'all, guess what? Those differences are what is going to draw people to Jesus. The world is looking for different. Don't be the same. Allow God to separate you to call you out, to sanctify you, to make you holy. All of these synonyms mean the same thing, separate for God. I bless you today. Please make sure to share this with someone for encouragement. But as always, stay fiery. Talk to you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Stay fire up, Jesus. As always, stay fiery.